1: Welcome, everybody, to Catfish and Crappie. My name is Mark, and this is the Catfish and Crappie podcast. We're trying out a new mic today, uh, so if you don't hear Coco snoring, it's not because uh, she's not, because she usually is. Uh, Hopefully, this mic will uh, make it a little quieter in here and make things great. So uh, uh, this mic was purchased with support from the program, so I really appreciate all that from each and every one of you that have made those in the past. It's pretty awesome of you. It's allowing the channel to grow and start. So uh, tonight's guest... Jonathan Buzzack. What's going on, Jonathan? How you doing? Bud? <laughs> the man up? from hooked catfish, my friend, Jonathan, what's up everybody. It, it's Buzak, but you guys the right. there. I did that. See, I do that. <laughs> I get nervous still. I've been doing this. This is episode number 25, John, and I still get, I still right. get a little nervous. I really do. So I don't know. It's, it's, okay. a, little di- it's a little different than my, uh, 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 videos and stuff where I can edit those mistakes out. So, uh, these, I can't do that. So, you know what? I, given good advice by a person close to me he said, don't worry, be crappy. And I give that advice to everybody that's getting started out there. So uh, how you doing tonight? I notice you're uh, you don't seem to be at home tonight. Nope. Nope. I'm on the water. Yeah. Fox I'm River, I'm guessing.
2: Fox River. Yep.
1: Fox River. We're not going to give specifics because we know how those spots are on the Fox, right?
2: Yeah, it's all right. Don't worry. You don't <laughs> want
1: this one. What are we using for bait? Since we're talking about you fishing right now.
2: Yeah, we got suckers right here. Suckers, this cut sucker, Chad and, uh, and bluegill.
1: Perfect. Those are my absolutely. baits of choice this time of year. Those and uh, chubs do pretty good, but I think suckers do pretty well this time of year. Wouldn't you agree?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So tell me a little bit about uh, how you got started fishing. Let's go right back to the beginning. I mean, everybody talks about this stuff. I just like to hear everybody's story. I like to uh, um, kind of... Uh, Connect to the person on my podcast, and, and then we can go from there.
2: Yeah, um, I started fishing obviously when I was younger. My like my my parents, like my dad, he didn't fish, and I, I I don't know. I just I had I had like a passion for it, you know. And I started fishing kind of by myself, so I'm I really didn't know what I was doing, you know.
0: <laughs>
2: I'd go down there, and I've been fishing the Fox River since I was I uh, I I don't know nine years old since I could ride a bike down there, you know. Uh I grew up in Geneva so I'd fish the Fox River that Geneva stretch right there and
0: mm-hmm.
2: um St Charles we did Boy Scout Island a lot but mainly the Fox River for catfish and carp and um what happened was after you know I kind of lost touch with fishing and then a couple year I don't know 6 years ago or so I uh I had a baby and all that stuff has started happening but I'd go fishing and uh I heard there were flatheads in the fox river and uh I, I, I always knew there was big catfish but i didn't i didn't know what a flathead was and uh i saw pictures of them i saw videos of them and uh so i decided that i wanted to catch a flathead and uh it wasn't easy at <laughs> <It>, uh <laughs> at first you know I, I mean i would just go down there and i'd watch some youtube videos and then i um I would, I would catch bluegill and it took me a week. Every day I'd go down there and fish the same spot. And, uh, one day it was like right after 4th of July, I went down there. It was like seven o'clock and I threw, threw a bluegill out there and, and, uh, and it went over and I was like, Oh my God, here it is. I caught like an eight pound flathead was my first flathead. And ever since then it was, it was crazy. So the YouTube thing started because, um, I kept going to that spot, and I, eventually I had one night where, I don't know, something was in the air, and the flags were on fire, and I got a big one. I got three that night really quickly, and uh, I was screaming and shouting. There's nobody <laughs> around to tell, you know? Called my wife, woke her up. I'm like, I got this monster. <laughs> um, so I decided that I wanted to start making videos so I can relive that, Not not necessarily for anybody else but for myself. And that's really how the YouTube started. I would just get footage. I'd go down there with one GoPro and and just film for myself, so I could relive that because um, I just loved it that much.
1: It's it's and quite that, the uh, experience, especially those first few flathead. I mean, not that the last one is any less special, but the first few are really special, wouldn't you agree?
0: Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah, there. Um, it's if if I had a choice to fish for anything, it'd be it'd be flathead every day, all day, absolutely. But too bad we live way up here in northern Illinois
1: a big catfish. Jonathan has big catfish addiction. I I I would not disagree with that one but whatsoever. Oh, absolutely. A, a little backstory. I had the chance to fish with Jonathan out uh up north a little ways and uh I I have to admit you've got to be like the hardest working fisherman I've ever fished with, man. This guy is a maniac, people. If you ever get a chance to uh fish with him, uh don't worry because he takes, not that he is a guide, but I think he put most guides to shame, to be honest with you. I was really impressed. And we were, we were on some pretty brutal conditions that day too. Weren't we, John?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. Um, that, that That's what I talk about with my buddies. I had a couple of buddies that, I mean, there, there's regular fishermen and then there's guys like me and my buddies. And I mean, we, we take it, we don't sit still, you know, if the fish aren't biting, we're going to find where they are biting. And,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, it's it's a different type of fisherman, you know. It's trying to figure out what they're doing at what times, why they're doing it, and it's we live and breathe it. It's that's not all just, part of
1: it. That's all part of it, isn't it? It's that chess game with the with the fish that that kind of becomes all part of it. At least for me, it is.
2: And that that's why I like it. There's always something to learn, and, and and things are always changing. Especially like like for now, right now. Um, normally where I'm sitting, it's it's two feet higher than it is right now, and there's current. There's no current. This river changes all the time. The conditions change. This and is it, a, it gets me. It gets me going. It when it when I'm having a, a hard time, I want to figure it out. I want to figure out what is going on. Where are they?
1: <laughs> I can so, definitely attest to that. I have witnessed that myself, and I, I I think how, how long did your shoulder hurt from pulling that anchor so many freaking times that day?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, a,
2: a lot, but um. <laughs> but that's what I, yeah. And, and and like that day, for instance, you know, I, I knew they were somewhere. I knew they were, I knew they were there. I just didn't know where they were eating. And finally, <laughs> and finally, um, yeah, I found a couple too bad. They were on my side of the boat and, and not yours. Cause
1: that's all right. That's the way it goes. You know, what I look at it, when I'm out fishing with somebody, especially in a boat, if we can put fish on the boat, I'm happy. I'm not taking credit for the fish. But I'm happy. We're seeing fish. You know what I mean? I'm oh, just yeah. I'm just upset that I didn't get better footage for you. That stuff that I sent you was pretty pathetic. Yeah, I can't but, even use uh, that
2: card. There's something wrong with it, by the oh, way. Oh, there was? You're kidding. Yeah. I'm sorry about
1: that. Well, then yeah, you well, didn't miss my – well, it was epic. You. Sh- well, then I'm going to change my story. That footage was epic, John. It was fantastic. <laughs> Too bad it got lost, man. Yeah, maybe you, you got go. maybe you got messed up in the mail or something. We we live pretty close. We don't live that close. It was just more uh it was easier for me to to ship it in the mail. I'm sorry it didn't get there better, but we'll see if we can't get out there this year. Uh uh maybe we'll uh do a little uh fishing together at Mandota if you head up there. You think you might be able to find your way up there in May?
2: Uh maybe. Yeah. Maybe, no, maybe. Cool. We'll t- see. I don't know, man. <laughs> them flatheads them flatheads are smack
1: be, dab in something. the middle of pre spawn. I know it's, it's hard to be hard. It's hard. Maybe one day. We'll see what you can do.
2: Yeah, up here, we got a very, very short season. I mean, I don't know where everybody else is from, but up here, I mean, it's so short. And then on top of that, you have your spawn. And on top of that, our river closes almost every time that there's a good flathead bite. So you can't even come on it.
1: High water on the fox means a good flathead bite. Am I mistaken or am I correct? Absolutely.
2: And then it's closed.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. then and then it closes down and the reason it closes it's just to keep you know wakes from washington to people's homes that's how populated the banks are and how hard it is to find decent fishing bank spots which is which is why you ended up buying a boat eventually right after you got started fishing for flatheads
2: exactly yeah so i fished that spot yeah that brings me back to that i fished that spot that i found um i don't know it was just i just found it you know it's just it Just looked good on the Google Maps, you know, I used a lot of Google Maps, and oh yeah, it just looked good, and I went down there and then one day i I went down there and the the people came out that owned the company, and they said that they called they actually called the police, and the police said that i couldn't I couldn't park there, so in order to fish that spot, I would have to park about a mile away, carry all my gear my my bucket of bluegills, all that stuff. And I'm like, that's it. And that's when I went and bought a boat. My first boat was, I think I paid $700 for it. It leaked everything. It barely ran. And then I worked on that boat, got it running good. And I sold it for more than I paid for it. And then I bought a different boat. I had that one for a while. And so on and so forth. And and now I'm in a, uh, it's a 20, I think 2019 Tracker Pro Guide 16 or 165. And so I work my way up to that.
0: How's I don't that know. boat?
2: this boat's awesome. I mean for the for the price you pay, I mean, I don't know, trackers are I mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some high dollar boats out there, but if you just want to get out there and fish, you 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 can't beat a tracker as far as I'm concerned. So and they're pretty much available everywhere. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and it
2: handles good it handles big choppy water too. So.
1: so you mentioned some of the people that you fish with. You wanna shout them out? Maybe uh yeah, we got one
2: of them in here, uh two of them, I think. Maybe three of them. I don't know. I can't see who's in the chat, but um Okay. Uh Redbeard, that's that's Ryan Freeman. Um we got Robert. Roberto, where is he? He's in there, <laughs> and, Robert's
1: in
0: there.
2: And maybe Eric. Eric might be in here too. I'm not sure, but Eric
1: B. Eric B the famous. Eric B. He gets all over the place. I just saw a picture of him on uh a, on uh a, a Spencer's feed of him in a river certified hoodie. To hugging a teddy bear. Can you explain that, or can we talk about that later?
2: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that was strange. He needs a girl. He needs a girlfriend.
1: I think so. <laughs> I expect him to start a, a, a commenting and chat if he's here any minute. So unless they oh, timed yeah. him out already, that could happen too. Uh. All right. So, well, uh, you also dabble in the world of sturgeon fishing, John. jonathan oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah. Yep, uh
2: where is he? Robert. Robert taught me everything I know about those fish. I uh, I uh I thank him for that too because that's another love, man. There's uh there's nothing like it. There's nothing like catching a big sturgeon. So I really like anything that fights hard, so you know.
1: How much time is involved in fishing for sturgeon? I mean, how long is the wait compared to like flathead bite things like that?
2: Um if you're Robert, uh seconds. I mean, <laughs> seconds. That's the other thing, you know. You got to stick and move. You got to stick and move. Same thing as catfish, you know. Figure out what they're doing. Too busy sturgeon fishing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're yeah. the latter eating Chick fil A. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So sturgeon are awesome,
2: man. I mean, when you when you hook a big one, you know it. I mean, they bite like a bluegill, but when 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 they start fighting, you you know he's a big one. Oh,
1: if you got back his- problems.
2: Don't don't even try it.
1: I did notice that you had an epic catfish Tim out there with you one time. How was that?
2: Yeah, ask. he loved it, man. He really he
1: really liked it. He seemed he seemed pretty happy in the video, that's for sure. Didn't yeah, seem he had like, fun. That didn't seem like it was an act at all. And uh, with a lot of people, are you using just regular catfish rigs and catfish gear for that? Some of your heavier stuff?
2: Yeah, heavy. Real
1: heavy. Real heavy?
2: <laughs> Real heavy line. They'll break you off. And they they love going into the anchor
1: and... Not worms. big hooks, but... Worms and cut bait? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep, worms and
0: cut bait. This rod's getting hit over here, but... You uh, many bites? Yeah, that's just a dink, you know.
1: Dinks need love, too, though. They do. <laughs> At least they need reeling in, so... Very cool. So what's... Uh, um, so how long have you had your YouTube channel now? Uh... I think I've had it
2: three years. Like I've been uploading to it for three years and I would say two years actually seriously. Mm-hmm. And I say that because I mean, once you actually figure out how to edit a video and, and you know what to do, I mean before it was, I was still learning catfish while I was doing YouTube. And now I have something I feel, you know, kind of to offer because I spend so much time on the water and like, like I, I, always say too I don't I don't really necessarily care about the youtube that much I mean I upload videos because I enjoy I just enjoy it you know I enjoy editing them and uploading them but I'm not it's not like I don't make a lot of money you know <laughs> I go to work every day I work 6 days a week and try to get on the water every chance I get
1: and you do that a lot. You, I, I I always wonder how you're able to get on the water and, and work that full time job like you do so many so many hours a week. So
2: oh man, in the summer when the flat are on, I, I sleep four hours.
1: Yeah, that's a testament to your dedica- that's a testament to your dedication, definitely. So and how hard you work. Um, so would you call YouTube just like another hobby that you have?
2: Yeah, I mean, if, if it gets big, it gets big. But you know, it's really it's really tough because I feel that YouTube doesn't always push people that need to be pushed and it's, it, it doesn't give them any help. You know, there's a lot of YouTube guys that I watch out there that if I didn't, if I didn't watch like you and other people, I would never even know they existed like flatty daddies. For, I mean that, that dude, yeah. that chan every video he puts out, I, I like to watch, you know?
1: Yeah, me too. There's, there's videos out there, there. There's YouTubers out there that I watch, and There's YouTubers out there that put out videos that I watch from start to beginning. And, uh, um, uh, Without naming a few, so I don't want people to feel excluded. Uh, but there's a lot of those out there, and and some of them are really good. And yours happens to be one of them. So uh, thank you for sharing all those experiences with us, John. It's definitely something that keeps people that are that are at home or, or can't get out on the water as much as as you or, or I do. Uh, keeps them occupied, keeps them involved. So that's that's a good thing. I think everybody in chat would agree with that. So.
2: Yeah, it helps that I live. You know, I mean, from any stretch, it's really. 30, 30 minutes.
1: It's yeah, like and plus five you're minutes. you're pretty. There, you got the river pretty close to your house. What are you ten minutes away? Uh,
2: five minutes from five from, minutes. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's hard, you know. And I noticed that too. For me, I can say at least the the Fox River's the boat ramp. Uh, at least the closest one is fifteen minutes away. That makes traveling not as appealing as fishing the Fox all the time. But I need to st- get out and start traveling like you are. I bring this up because I wanted to ask you how you just you started traveling a lot. If I'm not or correct me if I'm mistaken, last year to fish, correct? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 how are you finding it? Do Do you like it? Is it a lot of work? Would you? Uh...
2: Uh, well, that's the thing. You know, I mean, the the most traveling that I do is is probably to the power plant lakes. And and the thing that that the thing that's really aggravating about those is they're they're man made. You know, those are fish that were put in there and. Mm-hmm. They can be on or they can be off. So you you drive it 3 hours and I mean we've seen it. I mean me and me and Robert, me and me and Ryan. I mean sometimes you go and those fish are fired up and then sometimes you go and you just drove 3 hours and you can't get a bite. I mean it doesn't matter what you do. Uh, th- so that's, that's the aggravating they're... part. I I wish we had a natural body of water that I mean we got the Mississippi River, but it's it's 5 hours, you know. Yeah. So uh I I mean other than that, I mean, we go we go to Wisconsin a lot and and things like that. And, and man, the fishing there's so much to offer everywhere else too. You know.
1: Yep. And you you were just out on where where you are out in Alabama, right? Yeah, we were in
2: Alabama. We fished the tournament. We didn't do too good in the tournament, but we uh, we did really good pre fishing and just fishing for fun. I mean, we just caught so many big fish, so many fish. I mean, it just there's so much to offer out there. You know. This is just a this little Fox River is is nothing, man. Some of these guys, some of these guys, they 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 don't. I mean, I it's just normal for them, you know what I'm saying? But for mm-hmm. us, we come out to the Fox and get a thirty pound flat. That's awesome. You you go to Alabama, you you catch a thirty pound flat on accident, you know?
1: Yeah, that that's cool. And I you know, and I talk about this in a lot of my shows. It's like uh, a thirty pound flathead on a Fox is a good flathead. Would you would you agree?
2: That's a good fish. Oh yeah.
1: That that that's a good fish. That's nothing to be uh, upset about. But you know, a thirty pound flathead, let's say in the uh, where Tennessee River, something like that. That's. Eh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but it's still a good one to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, to me too, man. I don't care what size they are. Even when I get that little one, I wish I had a big old fish tank big enough to catch one of them little dinks with some worms and keep it in there. But it doesn't. Yeah, I had a cares. little
2: flathead for two years too, so I really got to see the behavior uh, of, yeah. of him. How big and, uh, did
1: that get in two years out of curiosity?
2: It, it didn't get really big it it just it just started to uh to act different. I mean he didn't get a lot bigger, but he definitely started acting weird like when it was winter time, even though he he had the same water temp as he did always you know he would mm-hmm. act different when the days started getting shorter
0: shorter He wouldn't yep.
2: come out as much he would uh i don't know he wouldn't eat as much. I know. And then, you know, in the summer months and the days were longer, he would actually come out and suspend and, and, you know, he'd come out for a couple hours a day, <laughs> but, but yeah, it was cool.
1: Pretty cool stuff. That'd be something I'd like to, uh, to do one of these days, but I'll have to talk to the better half about that. She doesn't seem like she's all for that idea kind of just cause we're pressed for space, but regardless of that, um, so, uh, uh, how many days you spend down in Alabama? Uh, we
2: were there for eight days. So, but two of them are basically driving obviously
1: yeah. it was, so how, uh, it was when a you're hitting big huge bodies of water like that for whether it's the first or the second time how how, how do you recommend somebody attacks those kinds of situations
2: we well, gotta have the right bait uh, that's that's one thing you know mm-hmm. um in the tennessee river the king the king of baits i believe is skipjack um especially when especially when they're running at the dams and they're you know I mean I would guess in the wintertime in the colder months I I haven't fished it then, but I would guess shad maybe. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, have the right bait for sure. And use your use your sonar, you know. You you got big deep water, you can actually use your sonar. Here, I mean You're, here, I'll give you an example. I'm sitting in I'm sitting in six foot of water. I mean th- yep. that that's what we have. Six six foot.
1: And that's that, six I foot would, water. I would consider uh, this week. I would, cons- I would consider that a pretty deep hole for the Fox, to be honest with you. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's it's a couple really of low. deeper ones, but they're, they're kind of too small. Uh, but that, that, that stretcher in right there, that's a little bit bigger than, than the rest. So, um, so, uh, are you using avionics stuff like that when you're, before you head out to a, uh, a lake?
0: Yeah. That's, uh, you're yeah. not
1: familiar with. Yeah, Yeah.
2: We'll use an avionics, study it, try to figure out, try to come up with a game plan and, yeah, and then attack it that way and keep on moving, keep on
1: moving. And what kind of electronics are you running there? Was that a Garmin I saw?
2: Yeah, this one's a Garmin. This is the Ultra. This is the 10. I just got this one. I, I upgraded from the other one. Oh, so I you had. bought
1: the 10 with the Ultra AD56? Yep. Yeah, I was just on the phone with the guys, not on the phone. I've just been emailing with, with Josh over at Russell Marine products who I had on my show. Those guys are great. And, uh, they've been giving me all sorts of recommendations. So we'll see how much, uh, money we're going to dump into that little boat of mine, but I do need an upgrade. I have that old transducer that just isn't cutting it. I can't get the the, mm-hmm. the clear picture I need, especially in the Fox. So, uh, anyways, I always get off on a tangent when it comes to gear and stuff. So, so, um, we're. In, are You think we're in pre-spawn yet, or you think we got a couple more weeks?
2: I believe we have a couple more weeks. I mean, look at the, the water temps dropped,
1: Actually, it came back down. So, yeah, it's down. It's like what fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Yeah, I found sixty-two. I mean, I one. think
2: once they start moving, once the flats start moving, they're moving. But I, I mean, to get one to eat, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to come out here and target flathead and go crazy, you know, because I'll just be disappointed. That that this. You know,
1: thank uh, God for channel cats, right? Yeah, but if they
2: eat, I'm I'll be happy to see one.
1: So, uh, is there any places out there that you haven't fished yet that you really would like to check out? Yeah,
2: James River.
1: The James River. James River is next. Yep. Um, and then that's the cool thing, man.
2: When, when I talk about doing something, I'm going to go do it. I'm gonna go do it. I'll be there. I can
1: attest to that. It's not just talk, John. Uh, yeah, I'm going. He, he does that. Any plans so far? I are you gonna get wait till next year. Potomac
2: over there with Flatty Daddies too, but that's a far drive.
1: Yeah, I'd be jealous for that. So that would be a. I think that would make for some really good videos. I'd like to see you guys get on those fish. That would be cool.
2: But yeah, um, uh, other than that, yeah, a little bit uh, Mississippi River. I plan um, hopefully this year.
1: Hmm. I uh. Uh, I've said this before I've hit the Mississippi river this year for the first time in my boat and man, that's a humbling experience. Have you been out there yet?
2: No, not on my boat. Nope. (laughs) Nope. I've been on, I've been on me and Robert hit the Missouri a couple weeks ago and yeah, it's, it's, it'll beat your ass. That's for sure. (laughs) It'll, it'll, (laughs) it's hard sometimes.
1: It'll wake, it'll wake you up too. I, I got caught in one of those uh, whirlpools with my little boat and that kind of Woke yeah. me up. So all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a look at chat, see if there's anybody in there that I had missed. We'll make sure we say hello to everybody. I see the one ton fishing crew, what's going on? Art Miss Chrissy Brown, how you doing, Chrissy? Uh let's see, uh Eric Burnside, what's going on, Eric? Uh Joseph uh Lidner, what's going on? Uh JP3, Mike Irvin, uh outside with the haze, Sharina is keeping it real. Uh, Simon zur please forgive me if I got that long. And Mr. Tim Molina, uh, stands still in here. So, uh, if you haven't, uh, uh, spoken up in chat, please do. Your name will appear there. So, uh, we got 60 people in chat. That's, that's pretty awesome. If you're listening to this on the podcast at home, after the fact, we do this show live every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, with the live chat audience. You can come in and, uh, uh, we you can come in and uh chat with the family everybody loves it the catfish and Crappie crew is pretty pretty awesome i really appreciate it uh also uh i want to make sure everybody knows that hopefully by the end of this week my merch will be out uh, i got all pricing everything set i just need to get the advertisement in place and then uh, we'll go from there and yeah uh, you guys will be the first to know i appreciate it so uh john you got some merch too right yeah i do i i, I went
2: through a uh print uh company called print loop so
1: Okay, and uh, how can they find your merch?
2: Uh, I'd have to look. It's it's on PrintLoop dot com, and then you just you just put in hook catfish, and everything's in there. There's like different sizes. Um, mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot of colors, but there's one. There's long sleeve, short sleeve, um, all that stuff. But yeah, yeah they're but, pretty cool shares. Check them out.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't, I I don't to, really I,
2: advertise them a lot, but
1: uh, I I need to get one. So, uh, uh, and they come in black, right? I believe. Yeah, they're black. I mean, to, I can get different colors once much? I start.
2: Selling good, a lot more, but good, good enough for
1: me. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I figured black would be what you want anyway. When you get blood that's, and slime all over you,
1: that that's a good way of looking at it. Sunfish Assassin, what's going on? Uh Al, what's up, buddy? Tirador Arco, we got a lot of good people. So what's uh? I know that before the show you were getting some bites. It kind of slowed down oh, a little I'm still bit. bit. I mean, it's just
2: things. I can't. They're not hooking up. So
1: tell uh, us a little bit about the gear you like to use. I know you're using a. I believe. A, uh, what are the um? What are the rods you've you've recently just um, made the changeover to?
2: Yeah, Rippin' Lips. Uh, Rip and Lips rods. What I use now. Um, mm-hmm. I got uh. Me and me and uh, the owner of that company got together, and he uh, gave us he gave us, a, he gave us a, a, a like a sponsorship. So
1: very cool. Uh, Congratulations on that. I've it always, helps. I've always it?
2: liked the rods. I mean, you can't beat them for the price, and I mean, I have no complaints. I mean, I just caught a sixty pound blue. In in twelve mile an hour, twelve mile an hour current with them, actually got two sixties and they handle it fine. They're 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 good.
1: And you're used but all to all the rods them?
2: are good. Like as far as the rod companies and all that drama. I mean, all the rod all the catfish rods are good. They can all handle big fish. It's, it's not about the rod necessarily. It's you know it's 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 everything as a whole. Your line, your your drag, um, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. How often are you dragging baits?
2: Um. Whenever I'm, whenever I'm at a lake, I can drag, and the water temps right, I'll, I'll drag.
1: Yeah. So mostly oh, okay. when you're looking for blues. Oh wait, we do we got one? Got oh, let me know. You hooked. You hooked up.
0: Yep.
1: All right, we'll give you the solo one, guys. I got two of them. Oh, we got a double. Look at this. Yeah. Good old Fox River paying I got a, a
0: triple actually.
1: <laughs> you hear that, folks? A triple. So hey, look at this. It's so, all. It's like a. One versus one with only one person, but we'll take it. Very yeah, cool.
0: How's it feel, John? Like a good fish? Dang, flathead.
1: You got a flathead? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, man, I was going to get all excited. Just that word makes me happy. everyone sorry about the interruption but i need a few seconds of your time as individual content creators we can use all the support we can get your support is used for better equipment a further reach and everything else needed to create this podcast your support makes for a better audio experience helps to grow the show and get more guests if you like the podcast become a supporter today by using the link in the description thanks for your time and support now back to the show now let me get this other one. Alright, fish number
0: one in the boat.
1: Let's see what else we got? Coming through two a,
0: came off. Oh. He smoked
1: it. It's kinda of like when you got a green sunfish on there and a channel cat wants to kill it, right?
0: He definitely smoked that bait though.
1: You guys see that or no? I didn't see it. No, oh I might have to God. go back and watch the, the replay. I do have you on full screen so everybody can pretty much see whatever the camera does. He's a
0: stinky
1: son of a gun, too. It's kind of like that bait smell. You know, I opened up my uh boat compartments. After my last fishing trip, and it reminded me of summer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just I left that cutting board in there. There we go. Little channel cat. That's a pretty. That's not a bad size one. How much you think that one will go, John? I don't
0: know. Six pounds. Right? Six pounds. Five,
1: six. It's, it's pretty a fat, so it's feeding. There yeah. you go. Is he covered in bumps or no?
0: No, they're they're hot now.
2: Here's the bait right
1: here, cut sucker, cut sucker. You heard it here. I I fully endorse cut sucker for channel cats, man. That's great bait.
2: But yeah, so the only the only difference, uh, as far as let me try to get them back in here. Uh, the only difference in the rods that I use is for flatheads, I go medium heavy, and then these rods are medium.
1: Are mediums okay? So they're they're
2: like they're like super. Uh, uh, you know, they, they're super sensitive. I mean,
1: it's mm-hmm. crazy. Nice. Uh, so yeah, uh, do, you ever, when, do you ever use heavies? Uh, no. Uh, I don't really have a need right now. I mean, I i
2: probably will when I, you know, I probably could have had them when I was in Alabama because the water yeah. level was so high.
0: That kernel was ripping.
1: Cool. But- well, that's excellent. That's, that's excellent. For if, if you're listening at home on a podcast or in a car, uh, John just caught uh, what he's saying is maybe a six pound. I'd have to agree with him. Channel cat uh, using cut sucker. It's pretty cool to see that happening uh, on one of the podcasts. He's out there fishing the Fox River in Northern Illinois. Um, pretty cool stuff. It's always nice to see a fish. I don't care what you say, whether it's a a flathead, a blue cat, or a channel cat. Heck, I don't care if you're out there crappie fishing. If you're catching fish, getting it done. You got to remember, too, this guy worked. You worked a full day today, John?
0: Yeah, yep, yep. Yep, I sure
1: did. He stayed out there for everybody over here. So, uh, uh well, I met- stayed out,
2: yeah, also, too, because I didn't want to. I knew I was coming fishing, uh, and I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to rush home and, you know, you know,
1: mm-hmm. deal. I, I got you. I got you. Uh, going through chat, everybody's saying nice things. So cool. Um, what happened to that third one, John? was that just a couple of pecks on there? yeah, they're all getting they're all getting bit at the same time. It seemed like so do you feel they come through in pods on a
2: river like that? Oh yeah, yeah, I think they've been here just just they're just I don't know, they're acting funny, man. These fish are acting funny,
1: maybe it's that extremely low water that we're having yeah. here on the fox that's, I just,
2: that's... That, like I said, I came up to this spot because it had a little bit of current, that's why I'm here.
1: One thing that I did notice with the extremely low water is that it's warming up a lot quicker than it has in the years in the years past, which could help. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll see how long it does it. Maybe it'll knock them into an early spawn. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see if that water recovers. We got a Terry Pete fish the second in the in here. Let's see. We got a question here. I have a question for Hooked. What would you say uh, is the best season for catching a big channel or flatty?
2: Well, the, the, the two best times, I think, are, I mean, there's two. You know, you got your spring. You got your spring and your fall as the water warms up and then as the water starts to to, call, to, to cool, you know. Um, it seems like they put on the feedback. I mean, I don't know. I like pre-spawn. Because I feel like the flatheads move a lot. They do a lot of moving. And you can catch them, you know, on their, you know, on their, they're just moving around looking for food, getting ready to, you know, find their mate. Yep. Oh, um, as far as channel cats, that's spring bite, man. it's. I mean, I got a I got a video coming out in a couple, maybe a week or two. And, uh, and you'll see why. I mean, it, it's crazy. One spot we caught almost 400 pounds of channel cat.
1: That's so, insane. Pretty cool stuff. Hey, SK's crappie catching adventures. He's, he just came in the chat. What's going on, SK? Thanks for checking it out. I'm kind of just scanning through the chat here to see if there's any more questions. Uh, cool. So yeah, I got this. Uh, this I don't know. I guess if you're looking at uh, flathead seasons on a graph, it's kind of like a roller coaster. You kind of climb that hill and that that oh, yeah. up that and it's like a double Hill on a roller coaster. You get at the beginning, you're going down and it's, it's, it's fast and furious. And, and during the summer, you're kind of reaching the peak. And once you get to the top of that peak, you come back down and, and it works out pretty well. I'll be honest with you. I'm a better pre-spawn fisherman than I am uh, a post-spawn. So uh, hopefully we'll get that to change. So,
2: uh, well, yeah, that's the thing too. You know, the, 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 this last fall, me we, we really, we really struggled. And, uh, I don't know what happened, but one day we went out and, I mean, I think we caught four or five flatheads. I mean, it was just it like was, a light switch.
1: It that was like hitting. three days after I caught my big one, if I remember correctly, talking to you. Yeah, it wasn't, I, it
2: wasn't long after that, yep.
1: Yeah, it was like right then and there. I don't know what turned them on, but something did, and I'll have to agree with you on that. Uh, what hooks do you like using for flatheads, John? My personal favorites are 9 out Kales from Mr. Joseph Lindner. 9
0: out Kales? Oh, I might have them here somewhere. Uh, I like these right here.
2: the The double action, the the eight odd double action uh, team catfish. Here's the five odd but I like the uh, I like the eights. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never I never really have a problem missing fish with them. I'll tell you that much.
0: And you're so a mono. A, user,
2: you're a
1: mono user, correct?
2: I am a mono user, except for the braid that I have on every rod in the boat right now, for example, cats. But uh.
1: After fishing the other day, I
2: was I was losing some fish with the braid because we were fishing shallow water and the channel cats were hitting the line with their tail and popping my hook out. Uh. and because uh, there wasn't any stretch. The reason I like mono is there's stretch, especially with a flathead. When he when he grabs that bait, if he feels you know if he feels that tension, he he might let it go. With That's the funny. mono, he doesn't feel it. You know, with the rod and the mono stretch at the same time. By the time he feels it, that that hooks mm-hmm. in the corner of his mouth. It's too late. Yeah, I'll have that's to. My, that's my preference. This is my preference.
1: Yep. A lot of people do different. I'm a, a braid user. It works, it works well for me, but we'll get into that detail, uh, of some other time. So, uh, very cool.
2: When I started flathead fishing, I would use, I would use kale hooks. I used, uh, I used ADOT, uh, I think the Bass Pro Kales or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it's funny because I wouldn't set that hook either. I would reel down on that fish with, with that from the bank and they seem to work really well too.
1: So cool. Yeah, I've i uh, I've I've I try every hook in the book. I have my favorites just like everybody else does. So uh, it all has to do I, I'll use a circle hook and I use J hook depending on the on the rig I'm using. Um have you tried bumping yet, John? Jonathan? Um no. So we're going to I think we're going to do some of
2: that this year. We're actually going to try doing it with flatheads. Mhm. So just trying to find current and and try to Bump some some baits down to them down through through an area we think they're at I actually think it's gonna work good <laughs> i really I do. think be,
1: i I don't doubt that at all when you when you set out to get something done, you usually uh follow through with it, which is a good thing so uh
2: but uh for channel cats, I'm using the five odd version of the that that same hook that I like for flatheads. five odds and you're using and our, i our... i mean the five odds will work for I, I i know people that use them for big flatheads, and i yeah so
1: it is what it is. I, I try to match my hooks to, to the size of the bait. Uh, I think that's a pretty safe bet, at least yeah, for me. Yeah,
2: that in the size of the fish. I mean, if you're using eight odds catching five pound channel cats, you're going to hook so many fish to their freaking eyes. It's it's going to be going to be crazy.
1: Yep, I'm I'm always pulling up uh, uh, channel cats missing an eye and stuff, and I'm always thinking that's that's the case so uh i i had a small one get a hold of a big eight odd hook once and it went kind of right through the <laughs> no, never mind yeah. <laughs> he he was kind of done when i reeled him in it was kind of weird <clears throat> so what kind of flat? what's your what's your pb flathead john uh 40 42 42 pounds 42? and your pb channel cat uh 25 5 25 5 and your pb blue uh 64 60 and those are both recent aren't they the channel in the blue
2: yeah the channel and the blue the channel the the blue was uh the the blue was uh over the oh, last fall and the channel was the other day friday night
1: tim is asking if you're ever going to use 50 pound liter in monster waters again
2: no never <laughs> that's the other thing i would tell people when they're going down to alabama expect A monster just expect it because you know prepare for it because they will break you off so fast it's not even funny
1: it says you see jonathan's a true angler he ain't trying to miss no bites period
2: (laughs) well they're biting i probably got a a dang skeleton of a of a shad on here right now because they've been going to town
1: town on it yeah they'll pick them suckers clean uh well, we got a few more minutes. You'll be able to rebate after that. We no,
2: normally here. I wouldn't. I would. I would already moved. Trust me. Ask anybody yeah. that knows. We moved three I, times right
1: now. I'm I'm surprised you're standing still. You look like you're getting well, a little lancy just sitting there. Anyways. No, I'm
2: doing the live stream, so I figured I'd I'd go to a spot I thought they might be moving through. But
1: we all appreciate it. We definitely do, guys. If you know if you know Jonathan at all, man, he's he's always moving. He's like the, a shark chasing fish. So. Uh, cool. So, uh, um, what else you got going on for this year? Are you, are you, are you ready for summer?
2: Yeah, I actually am ready for the pre-spawn by the start. I mean, I'll be out here when it happens. Trust me when mm-hmm. it happens, I'll be out here. And, uh, I, I mean, I already got my bait tank set up. I, I run a bait tank for, I, I run a bait tank for like the first two months of uh flathead season. And then what happens here on the river, I notice is the bluegills and stuff start, start really getting easy to find and uh then I can just get them when I get out on the water but right now I uh I just keep a bait tank full of full of bait and I just take it out as I go cuz I like I said I work 6 days a week so a lot of times I'll go out flathead fish for 3 hours and you know and then I'll leave the water I won't catch a fish and then you know they the bite was like 12 right when I left the water they'll start biting other other guys will start catching
1: them but um, that's what I do and
2: and And like I said, I like to be out here because I like to figure out what's going on to try to figure it out.
1: That's the only way you learn is by spending that time out on water. Agree? Yeah,
2: exactly. But all the, but all, yeah. And that's how I learned. You know, I watched YouTube videos, but then I just started going out every time I got a chance. And that's how you learn.
1: And uh, another thing that, I don't know if you agree with this or not, but a lot of the stuff that I watched on on YouTube videos, not that it's wrong, it's just not right for waters like the fox. It's different every time.
2: Yeah, it is totally different. I'm telling you.
1: Pick up the basics and and go from there if anybody needs any advice out there. Uh, Is there any advice you'd give to anybody just starting out chasing big flatheads or big blues, big trophy catfish in general? Uh,
2: Put your time in. A lot of time. Because... Yeah, there, there's the big fish are, are different, man. I
0: uh,
2: <clears throat> asked John about fishing monster waters. Yeah, that's one of my, that's one of my, that's on my, on my to do list, fish with Epic there. But yeah, as far as, my, you know, cause I, like I said, I didn't, I didn't start, like just start throwing, throwing baits and catching trophy, trophy flatheads or big flatheads, you know, it just took so much time. And there was, there's, there's a, there's a lot of times I come out here
1: and nothing, and don't catch them you
2: know, and then then sometimes I'll be out here and they'll just be, you know, on fire. Flathead to me are a different breed. You know, they're just, they're like the muskie of catfish, you know, they're not.
1: Except you put your back into it when you hook into one. Right, John?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. They're smarter. They're smarter. They're, they're stealthy. They're designed. They're the top predator in this river for sure. And, and catching a top predator is not always easy.
1: Jonathan, what months do flatheads usually start to pre-spawn?
2: Uh, May, May here for us. But it might be early this year. I mean, I got a buddy, he might be in here, he already caught one. So, um, I mean, it, it's, the water temp's getting there. Like I said, it's 57, you know, 55 is that, is that magic number, magic water temp. So am sure they're moving, but that, that really good bite, 62 degrees.
1: Sixty-two degrees,
2: and we need some rain. If we get some rain and it turn in sixty-two degree water, I think I think it'll be on.
1: But yeah, and look, I'm setting hooks, but and down cameras, in down in slapping.
0: Alabama, the the flathead, the
2: flathead already they're they're on, they're catching them.
1: To catch them some further south. Yeah. I mean, as you go further south in the water. Yeah. It has a lot to do with length of day and water temperature and stuff like that. So it it's all dependent on what you where you live. I would recommend anybody who doesn't live where we live to ask ground, ask ask the other flathead fishermen around when they think it's going to happen, try to collect some intel, make friends with people, be nice to people, offer a, shoot, offer them up some snacks or something when you see them up on the bank or, or a beverage of some sort. That's the best way to get a good uh uh good response from people make friends with people who are getting it done right john yeah mm, very cool let's see if we got any more
0: questions here
1: all right yeah everybody if you could give a thumbs up that would be awesome i'd really appreciate it thumbs up subscribe to the channel if you're not subscribed i'd really appreciate it it helps me to uh uh get more views more more likes help for more views and that helps me provide better content. So it's very appreciated. Uh, the flatty daddy says they're on fire right now. Uh, he's getting spoiled this year where he's at.
2: (laughs) I bet you are buddy.
0: (laughs) I bet you are.
1: Uh, May, June here in Illinois and Mississippi river is right. That's one of my goals is to get a flathead on the Mississippi river. That's something I definitely would like to get. I mean, I'm looking to get my first blue this year. I had some bad luck with trying to get on one last year, but, uh, uh, this year, I think we'll, we'll be able to get on there. So, uh, uh, we'll see. I don't know about getting out to one of the power plant lakes during the winter or stuff. I've been kind of holding back. Um, what what are some of your favorite power plant lakes for blues out here in Illinois?
2: Uh, man, it's power, power 10. Um, but that's a love, hate relationship there Mm -hmm. that
1: place. What about and what then, about Lake um, Springfield? I've seen you on there a little bit, right?
2: Yeah, I like that lake too. Um and then LaSalle, man. LaSalle's a really good one too. It's just just like any other power plant, you know. But LaSalle, you can go there expecting to catch fish. It just it's it's harder to get the big fish. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of little ones, but if you want action, ones. you go you go there. For sure. But so there other- got the big ones, man. Got some big I,
1: fish. They got some big pigs in there. I've seen some big ones come, yeah. coming out of there. So uh, um, are there any other kind of fish that you'd like to chase? Or are you pretty much happy with where you're at?
2: Um, alligator gar. Alligator probably. gar? Yeah, that would
1: okay. be one. I'm guessing For a really sure. big one, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'd <laughs> love to do that. But other, uh, other than that, yeah.
1: How about, how about how about alligator fishing? We can get you down to Louisiana. I got well, some that's people. Well, the down thing.
2: Here. catfish. Just takes up all my time. I mean, there's just there there's just yeah, there's so much to learn. I don't think I'll ever stop learning.
1: And and chasing those trophies definitely is a commitment, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I got these. I got a lot of goals, you know, like everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I got certain goals that I want to I want to try to meet. As far as the YouTube, I'll just continue to put content out, and that's it. I mean, I don't if it goes somewhere it goes somewhere but i just uh I, I i put a lot of work into my content too you know i don't just you know it takes time like I, a, a lot of youtubers know it, it takes time to put videos together especially cuz so i'm not only fishing i'm also filming so you know and then i got to i got to put all that together which i enjoy doing that part but
1: what kind of gear are you using to film with
2: um i have I have two GoPros I use. I use a seven and a five. I have an external microphone that I run on the chest camera, which I, I sync all that, that audio up to all the cameras. So, it so it sounds, you know, really good. And then, um, I have a big camera I use too. Uh, it is a elite, elite, uh, what is it? A rebel T seven i or something like that.
1: Okay. And, uh, and do you think you, do you think you benefit from that larger camera? Do you think that's something that well, a newer YouTuber needs to get?
2: No, oh, no, absolutely. Now you could do a one GoPro. I mean, you know, a lot, a lot of the YouTube guys now I've seen on catfish and they, they use one angle. I mean, there's one, one camera fixed and mm-hmm. it works for them. I mean, a lot of the bigger guys, that's all they have. Um, but I'm not, you know, I, that's not what I like to watch. I like to watch different angles and I like to. You know, I like some music in there, and you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I can't sit still. You know, I can't. I need some, I need some entertainment. You know, it's not just, you know, and I. That's another thing too. I like watching people catch fish. I like them explaining how they're catching the fish, and I like action. I don't. I'm not gonna. I. I just can't stand watching somebody just catch one fish. I just I, if I get one fish and I'm filming that night I'll throw that that footage in the garbage. I just I just don't feel it's something I want to want to put together, you know. So I have a, like a kind of a standard when I'm well, when I'm doing easy, videos.
1: Easy for you to say when you're slaying those fish all the time. Some well, I don't
2: always slay them
1: though, you know. I know but, I'm just giving you the business. No, I know, but that's
2: what I'm saying. <laughs> so I mean, I if I feel like the trip wasn't, you know, I wasn't, you know, feeling it, then I'm not going to put the video
1: on it. It's just Yeah. Uh, multi-angle, multi-angle footage is always cool to see. Not just because it's neat to watch; it's also good to have that backup because we all know how cameras pretty much die on us. It's good to have that extra audio and stuff. But uh, by no means, I don't think it's something that that the newer YouTubers need to get. So, uh, yeah, I've been right. considering getting a bigger camera. Are you getting a bite? Yeah, I've been
0: getting bites this whole time. We've been on the on the black <laughs> <flight>. stream. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. It's good. We'll see if
2: he folds it over. Probably
1: not, though. Very cool. Uh, so, uh, how many more days this week are you gonna fish, John? It's already Monday.
2: Is it Monday? Well, I'm actually in. Uh, I'm actually doing some um, some online tournaments this year. So, you know, kind of like Cat, kayak catfish does. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. where you measure them and, and and log them that way. So, oh, cool. uh, I got one of those this weekend, and I'm gonna try Is that.
1: It- is it like a month long tournament, or is it a weekend? No, it's,
0: tournament? Just, it's
2: just a it's just a weekend. But I just um, I'm gonna try doing it that way. I just I just don't got the time to be doing tournaments like that. You know, I, I like I said, I work Sundays too, so I only have one day off, and that's Saturday. But um, I might get out here another another time this yeah. week.
1: You know those kayak type tournaments are something that I kind of can get on board with. Definitely one of the reasons I didn't do a lot of tournament fishing is because I don't want to mess with the with the with the live well. I don't want to mess around with moving fish back and forth and all of that. It's just not something that I was interested in. But I can definitely see trying. You know, doing it by measurement, catch and release right away. Well, You're that's the thing.
0: Per-
2: our our flathead tournaments are local ones. They're twelve hours long. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: I I I don't even like to fish for twelve hours. You know, for flathead. <laughs> I mean, I just, just a, that's a long time. It's a long, that's a long night. And then I, you know, I have to work anyway, so I can't do those.
1: So during the week, how much time are you spending on the water in one night?
2: Yeah, I usually get on, I'll, like if it's a work day, I'll get on the water, uh, five or six o'clock and then get off the water at 11 o'clock.
1: At 11? Okay. Mm-hmm. And what time are you get? up? And then I'll be uh, <laughs> really tired the next day. It makes for a long day, so wow. Yeah. Uh, John, thank you very much. We're coming up on nine o'clock. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, it's nice to talk to you here and it's always great talking to you offline and stuff. So I appreciate it. If you could hang on a minute, we'll talk backstage a little bit before I let you go, but I want to thank everybody out in chat. I want to thank everybody who's downloading the podcast. You guys are awesome. I really appreciate your support. Uh, if you could give the uh, channel a, or the video or the live chat a thumbs up on your way out. Uh, if you could rate this on a podcast, I'd really appreciate it. Subscribe, all that good YouTuber stuff. Thank you very much, guys, for coming in and checking it out. Uh, everybody says you did a great job. You're having it. We had a great show, John. So uh, thank you very much for being here. Thank you for your time, buddy. Thank you. Right, everybody. Have a good night. Make sure you tune in to uh, Panfish Weekly Thursday night. Make sure you tune in to Fishing with the Chad. we got all the other good shows. Uh, we got Muskrat Adventures tomorrow. Uh, Patriot James on Wednesday. Uh, Friday we got Bank to Boat with uh, Creel and uh, Stan, not necessarily in that order. Saturday night, uh, Bumpin' Mike Greenwell and Greenwell's Fishing Show. Uh, we have Palmetto Cats and we have Avid Fishing on Sundays. We got a full week of fishing for everybody to watch. So if you need something to watch, there's always something available. Uh, again, thank you, everybody. God bless. Have a wonderful night. Look out for the merch. It's coming very soon. Um, thank you again, guys. Bye-bye.